It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Pretty awful scenes down in Washington Street. What looks like a firework thrown at the guards and then that comes only a day or two after three female Gadi were attacked and beaten by an unruly crowd of about 30 or 40 youngsters in Carrigaline on Saturday night and that video was flying around the internet for the last couple of days. Not only were they attacked, two of them were injured at one point there was a guy the baton robbed and put up on eBay for sale like, it was pure thuggery of the, of the lowest order. And that's two incidents now in the space of a few days. And it led to a very angry statement last night from both the Garda Representative Association and indeed the Association of Garda Sergeants and Inspectors condemning the violence, but also in the case of the GRA, calling for better resources for the Garda in Cork. And I've been speaking to the GRA this morning. Paddy Harrington, Cork rep of the Garda Representative Association. Podrick, those videos from Carrigaline at the weekend can only be described as disgusting. Very, very serious development. Yeah, good morning, PJ. Um, yeah, absolutely, um, I suppose. We never like to see any of our members getting um, attacked. Um, uh, again, last night we had another incident in Washington Street where, where five members were, were attacked, but it was the the woman Carrigan was very serious. Um we three female members and, and I suppose um the the assistance was a number of kilometres away, Cork City, Anglesey Street being sixteen kilometres from, from Carrigaline Garda station. So um very serious um and again it's all known to resources. Um I suppose back in two thousand eighteen we told the then chief superintendent in Cork City, Barry McCollin, that he was short of 125 yards. Um, that has improved, PJ, because we've moved from five units to four units, and we got about a 20% bump um, in numbers or resources available yeah. at any given time. But um, like we're still in the city, we're still short about 100 yards, and I met the new chief superintendent, Tom Wears, um, in late October, and again, I raised the issue of uh, resources with him. And I, I suppose, look, he looked for time to to deal with the problem, but um, was he's inheriting? I can only describe it as as mismanagement. Um, the, you know, we provided evidence at the time that, the, that there was a serious lack of resources in Cork City, um, and look, that's echoed throughout throughout the country. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're we're not unique in that situation, but. Uh, 
we, we certainly do need resources brought into Cork City. The three members who were attacked on Saturday night, are they okay? Yeah, I've spoken to all three and um, one was not injured. Um, one is, 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 is bruised and um, had to attend her doctor. Uh, the other received straight injuries and also attended her doctor. Um, do I expect them back to work? Yes, uh, I think the one one girl will be out longer than the other. Um, you know, not a nice experience, especially coming up to Christmas time, and they, they, you know they both have families. Very frightening, and a level of violence. I think we're not used to seeing uh, close up, but social media has changed all that. But but your, your members are under threat quite frequently. I mean, like you said, we saw I saw that video early this morning from Washington Street last night. Yeah, look, it, it it might be a level of violence that uh, the public are not used to seeing, but it's 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 a level of violence that members on the ground are are getting used to seeing. Unfortunately, mm. um, you know, it, it certainly has become more dangerous, and that situation has been left developed by mismanagement of you know. We, we provide, the GRA have provided evidence to, you know, previous management that we need more resources. It's getting more dangerous. It's getting more dangerous for the public. It's getting more dangerous for, for the, the members on the ground. And that evidence was ignored. And I suppose you read what you saw. Unfortunately, there's a mess now left for the, the current chief superintendent um, to, to, to clean up. Um, but I have no doubt that I, I, I'm 20 years in Cork City and I know the current chief superintendent um, has vast experience in frontline policing, um, and I, I fully trust that he is going to tackle the situation. And my understanding is that, you know, there was a good res- policing response to the incident in Carrigaline, and that, that there has been developments in relation to that. So um, I'm glad to see that as well, and, and the members on the ground will be glad to see that. Your, your president, Frank Thornton, in a statement, makes the very clear point that Gardaí are entitled to work in a safe and well-resourced environment. At the moment, it's not safe. No, I suppose it's not. But look, when you sign up for the guards, uh, yeah, you you have certain expectations that you're going into situations that most people wouldn't. Um, uh, however, you do expect the, the full backing of of Garda management um, in doing that job, and you expect to be given, you know the full resources to do that job yeah. and the proper equipment to do that job. So, like, policing or, you know, nurses in A&E, we all know that there's dangers associated with it, but you do expect to, to be given the proper resources to do that job as well. And I would take it that what you're saying is that the proper resources does not include having your backup 16 kilometres away. Yeah, look, I suppose in relation to Carrigaline, Carrigaline probably has, if, if you look at statistics, Carrigaline probably has one member to around, you know, between nine and 900 and 1,000 people to, to police that number of people. Um, the general rule of thumb around the country would be one guard to every kind of, uh, in the best divisions, around 250 people. Yeah. In, the, in the worst divisions, around 450 people. So Carrigaline is at double the... the the, the national ratio. Yeah. If you don't I, I lived there for 10 years, so I know the area well, and I know the population, and the, the town is underserved. It, it certainly is, but again, I suppose, you know, Carrigaline is not unique, Barrancolic is in the same situation, and there's other areas around the country that, you know, are, are in a similar position. Um, I, I suppose 
we have a difficulty in that um, we have a protection post in 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 that district and um, that needs to be serviced and and if the, if a particular guard is is on duty to service that protection post then you're taking a policing um you're taking a policeman or woman out of, out yeah. of a particular area and you know should that be filled by overtime or should it be filled by a specialist unit it yeah. probably should uh, unfortunately it's not and look it all comes down to resources yeah. Yeah. we don't have enough resources we're probably short about 100 guards an hour wow well that's that's the headline that's the headline figure that you're short at least 100 and of course in the budget time we're promised so many guards will be recruited but it doesn't take account the number that retire every year that's another problem it doesn't, and I, I like. I suppose you, you know when the commissioner would come out and he would announce figures and that. You always have, um, you know. He, I suppose the big one is is twenty one for twenty one and twenty one thousand members of um, the Garda um, staff. Um, but a lot of those are our administration staff, and it, I'm always saying there's not much point in, in providing administration if you don't have the people on the ground to feed in to. You know, provide those admin staff with work, and it's my belief that we need more guards on the ground and not more admin staff. And um, you know, you need, like if we're if we're supposed to be protecting the public and, and providing a you know a community police um, policy, it's guards on the ground. It's not the people inside the offices we need. It's guards on the ground we need, and we we have a whole problem in the in the commission of uh, for the future of policing in Ireland. Their report, you know, they they make recommendations which which are good uh, in in the best part, but uh, I suppose there's new systems being introduced into Angarda that are not being reviewed. Mm. You know, you have certain IT systems, and they themselves are taking guards off the ground. Um, you know, and way we would in the GRA would be pointing out that these systems, you know, are not fit for purpose. We're not being listened to, and unfortunately, it's the public are suffering. Padraig, thank you for being with us on the Opinion Line this morning and please convey our best wishes to those who were injured in the course of their duty at the weekend. Thanks. I will, of course, PJ. Thanks very much. Local councillor Seamus McGrath. Seamus, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. Some of the worst scenes I've seen out of Carrigaline in quite some time. Yeah, look, absolutely. And obviously I completely condemn the incident on Saturday night. Um, you know, the scenes that I and others have been seeing in the last day or two were quite disgusting. Um, to see young people with that level of disrespect and disregard for the Gardaí, but also for themselves, uh, you know, and it's 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 very worrying. Um, the guards, you know, as you said, there were three Gardaí attended the scene. They were just trying to instill some public order. Um, they, they, they approached it in, in, in a correct manner. And uh, unfortunately, when they did try to... Um, apprehend one individual, the whole thing kicked off and, and you saw the scenes, it was quite chaotic it was a frightening experience for anyone to have to go through mm-hmm. um, and, and that behaviour is just totally and utterly unacceptable and look, I, I, we'll get into it I'm sure in a second but obviously those involved need to face consequences um, they need to face serious consequences and I know that is a, a topic people raise when it comes to juveniles that they get a slap on the wrist etc mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that's a fair point but certainly as a public representative I want to see consequences for this type of behaviour because there there's so much good going on in Carrigaline there's so many yeah, community yeah. volunteers people doing their best for the area and f- to see an incident like this yeah. then just take away from all of that good so the thing is, uh, it can be very d- Shame as I left Carrigaline I 
moved out of Carrigline in 2004. Um, but I still, of course, have very close connections to the place and a great love of the place. But yeah. but when I was living there, it was under-resourced regards the Gaddy. So that was 2004. Yeah. It hasn't gotten any better. And one has to ask, one has to ask what local public reps are doing to try to encourage more gather more gather um, in the Margaret Margi yeah. to be deployed in the area. Yeah, yeah. Look, Peter, that's that's a very fair point. And look, the issue of resources has been debated for a long time, and I completely accept that. But I think we do need to be honest about this debate as well. And like politicians do not run the police service and, and we have to be straight about that. You know, it is an independent service. The operational issues are dealt with by the commissioner and the senior guardie. And as as public representatives, you know, whether it's Michael McGrath, Simon Coveney or me, you know, we live in Carrigline. We have young families in Carrigline. We want the best possible police service for the area. We want it to be a safe community. We represent the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not that easy for us to just suddenly knock on the commissioner's door and say we want 10 extra guards in Carrigline. You know, that simply isn't how it works. We have been... No, but how often would the situation be reported to the commissioner's office or to the office of the Minister for Justice? Uh, would it be repeatedly reported, we are short, we are short, we are short. We've been short yes, since 2003. Yes. We've been short since 2004. A hundred percent. And like I and Michael and others have been constantly raising this issue through the Joint Policing Committee, which takes place in County Hall, where you have the Chief Superintendents present, um, through the Assistant Commissioner's Office and, and, and through the Minister for Justice. But again, it is the Garda Commissioner who, who yeah. decides on the allocation of resources. Because you know what always gets said, Seamus, and I don't know whether it's just folklore or not, but it's very hard to say that it's wrong. If this was a suburb of Dublin, we wouldn't be having this conversation because there'd be enough guards there. Yeah, look, I mean, I I take all those points, but look, let's be honest. I mean, Dublin has plenty of crime too, and we all see that. And, you know, there there is a strong police service in Dublin being the capital, but it has very, very serious levels of crime. Uh, We have issues in Carrigaline, we have issues in other suburbs, and I think it's a fair point, and I completely accept that, that the city suburbs of Cork do not have the resources they need. It's a simple fact, and that is something that we are trying to get across mm. to those who make the decisions in terms of the allocations. What, politi- what politicians can do at a national level is try to increase the overall level of Gardaí, and that has happened, and that is happening. Templemore is recruiting. They're going through every number of months, and obviously we have to ensure that Cork gets a fair share of them when they come out. Um, but... You know, civilianisation of the Garda service is another important thing because I think there's two points here. There's the overall numbers of Garda serving an area, but there's also the extent to which they can get out on the ground, the extent to which they can be visible on the ground. And very often, and I hear this directly from guards themselves, they find themselves behind a desk, they find themselves doing paperwork, they find themselves in court appearances. Mm-hmm. And I think there is un- there are underlying issues there that need to be addressed in terms of Garda operations as well. I mean, I speak to guards and they tell me if they arrest a drunk driver at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, their, their night is effectively gone. You know that's the reality of the yeah, situation. Yeah. By the time they process that individual, they're 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 removed from the street. So yeah. we we do need to look at the overall numbers and the allocation, absolutely. But we also need to look at the operation and and freeing up guard time and getting them out on the street. And civilianisation does have a role to play in that. Yeah. Uh, where guardy have backup yeah. in terms of the paperwork and the office work. Do you know the one thing that that concerns me most coming into the weekend and coming into festivities like Stephen's Night and festivities like New Year's Eve with pubs closed at eight and all of that this could happen again and I would not like for example to be taking my dog for a walk down the streets of Carrigaline on Stephen's night or New Year's Eve with this carry on going on 
Yeah, of course. And I, I do go out in Carrigline at night and I do walk the streets of, of Carrigline and um, you know, by and large, thankfully, it is a safe place, but we do have issues with a particular cohort of young people. Yeah. Again, it's a small fraction of the young people in Carrigline, a very small fraction, but we do have a cohort of probably 14 to 17, 18 year olds who, who, who are causing difficulties. This incident didn't just come from nowhere. To be and there's a the thing, James, people know who they are. You know, they know who they are. They know who their parents yeah, are. Yeah. I mean, and, and, we wouldn't name people, obviously, but I'm sure off the air, you and I could probably share a few names and we'd know exactly who's going on there. Yes, of course. And like I was just making the point, this incident didn't come from nowhere. There, there have been issues festering. I mean, there has been examples of criminal damage, like sort of parklet area and benches being damaged, the public toilet and the community park being damaged, you know, fires being let in the community park. So there, there have been issues. And uh, this, 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 what happened the weekend didn't just arrive and, you know, kind of... Uh, that no, there weren't there's a, there's a gang there's a small that, gang of teenage thugs have been have been on the rampage in Carrigaline for quite a while now I'll put it in those words you yes. may not do it but I will you know, no, look, I, I, I agree with that. And um, like, there have been a number of serious incidents in the past, and I have to say the Gardaí have had success in bringing people before the courts and so on like that, um, and that's critically important. I think when, when serious incidents like this happen, when incidents of this nature that, that you know get aired on the media and so on like that, I think people want to see consequences. And um, I, I did speak with senior Garda management yesterday. Um, I have been given assurances that this matter is being treated extremely seriously, and they are quite confident that there will be a number of arrests and people will be brought before the courts what happens to them when they go before the courts is yeah, another issue it is. Uh, and I know that's that's the concern people have that they'll get a little bit of a slap in the wrist mm, because they're youngsters and there's very little else they can get listen I'll leave it there Seamus and to you and your family uh, have a good Christmas that's uh, Councillor Seamus McGrath a Fianna Fáil local councillor in the Carrigaline area Courts 96 FM